Welcome to the Solution, a real estate podcast where, see Buck, we feel it's time to put the consumer first in real estate. You said it. I just think it's time that realtors stop putting themselves first and they start putting the consumer first. You know what it is, Phil? Is I think it's the path through the shift. Oh, well, let's bring on, this is episode 79. We've got a let's special see, guest. Let's see her take on what is the path through the shift. Yes, out of the Lake of Ozarks, Missouri, just south of Kansas City, three hours outside of St. Louis, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Salisbury. Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast hosted by Jeff Seabot and Phil Sexton. It's time to put the consumer first in real estate. Our podcast offers state-of-the-art internet tactics and lead conversion methods. We teach you how to become a better realtor and a more valued resource that your sphere will want to use. Jordan, welcome to the show today. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So, I, I mean, the thing is, is we have local 30 out of 30 in Phoenix, and mm-hmm. we have local 40 out of 40 under 40 in Phoenix. And the, when she told us that she was, I was like, okay, that's pretty good. But she said she was. She was listed as NAR, like that means a picture in a magazine, big national 30 under 30. What makes you so great, Jordan? What makes me so great? Well, you know, uh, as you said, I've just got a servant's heart. Um, I, uh, I say I'm a workaholic, although I, I'm not overworked. I really am fulfilled by the work I do. I wake up every day. 4.30, 4.30, ready to go, and uh, just hit the pad, you know, the pavement and do everything I can, give it my all. So I guess it shows, and as you can see, some of the awards that I've won, it's uh, been a pretty uh, fun year this past year. How long? So so let's tell them about so bi- business-wise. Uh, oh, right? yeah, I, 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 okay, I mean, we're holding that yeah, one. Yeah, well, I got one. questions because she said 30 under 30, but she you joined the industry in 2005, and by my math, it's 14. That means – how it's does, 18. What? Huh? Like, so oh, you were 16? Years. Yes, I was 16. Uh, I uh, started working for, uh, at the time, the uh, uh, top uh, team at the lake and uh, started as uh, kind of an admin type person. Definitely found a passion for the industry. So I, uh, I graduated high school a semester early because I just couldn't wait to get started. At I got 16, my real estate license. the semester early? At 18, I did. Oh, yeah. She was okay. working in the oh, business oh, while okay. she was in high school. So yep. you were – but it says a bold graduate – oh, 2016. Okay. So did you did your family work in real estate? No. Uh, no. Actually, the the uh, team leader of the team I was on uh, working for admin-wise, uh, she actually was my mom's realtor. And uh, I was uh, looking for some part-time work, a um, second job, uh, and uh, she referred me to her and – the rest is kind of history. Just fell in love with it and uh, just haven't stopped since. So you were, uh, so you were making phone calls. You were yeah, processing uh, paperwork, phones, uh, doing mailers. You know what? You know that was before. That was right when internet leads were like the new hot thing. I can remember when they were like, "Oh my gosh!" And it, someone inquired about property on the internet. What do we do with this? I remember that. And so we were still doing- Are they real, right? Like (laughs) the whole question was, is is it real? Are they real? Exactly. That's too funny. So when do you finally get licensed? 
Uh, so uh, it was January of 2007. So it's uh, 12 years this month. Oh, wow. Nice. So at 18, so how many deals did you do your first year? Oh, gosh. Good question. Um, I don't remember, actually. I'd have to go back and look at that. I've got it in a spreadsheet somewhere. Well, wait a minute. When you got licensed, though, were you still working as an admin for the brokerage? Or was the, when you got licensed, that was your first year of going out and selling houses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. My first year, I actually sat... Um, well, obviously, that was before the recession, right before the recession. So uh, condos were going up kind of overnight here at the Lake of the Ozarks. And I actually sat a new condo complex for my first full year and sold those units is what I did. Wow, nice. So new builds? Have we uh-huh. told our audience that she lives in Missouri yet? No, we should probably tell them that. Like, you're, you live about three hours south of Kansas City in a town called Lake of the Ozarks, right? Yeah, that's the correct. She's the team leader. She yes, Keller Williams. Uh, you said uh, Lake of the Ozarks Realty. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. and her team last year stats. I th- I have by my count. You guys did eighty four units mm-hmm. for s- over sixteen million. That's correct. And you you have there's three people on the team, but you were involved in sixty two of the eighty four units. So you're yeah, carrying so basically the, so uh, over seventy percent of the units is. Uh, She's a kicking uh, ass. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> was that, that was almost pig Latin. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there awesome. might be some pigs out there. Hold she on. said she works south of the city. <laughs> so, that's true. Farmland. No, lakes. Lakes. Okay. So I, on your career achievements, I have you as an E3 award recipient. And I just wanted to ask Seabach real quick. Do you know what E3 is? I'm gonna have to say it has to do something with the internet, but I have or no entrepreneur. Or oh, I have no idea. Actually, could you tell us, Jordan? What, what is the E3? It's listed as number one in, in career. Yeah, but I don't know what that is. What is it, Jordan? Uh, yeah. Um, so that award. Um, so our last year's president, Elizabeth J. Mendenhall. Uh, she's actually a Missouri girl. She's from about an hour uh, east of where I live, and uh, so the Missouri Association of Realtors created an award in her honor. Um, so the E3 award and, uh, she, I was the first ever recipient of that award this last year. And wow. the E3, we're not, we got to dig deeper yeah. because she's yeah. got like, there's just love. Like, do you like deliver people cupcakes at night? <laughs> no. I mean, like the people giving out the award cause you, right. I mean, so the, cause I got tell rising us something. star I mean, or I got realtor of the year from the, is it, you're in the, you're a part of the Bagnell Dam Association of Realtors, correct? Correct. And so you were Realtor of the Year in 2017. You were Realtor of the Year nominee in 16. You graduated Brian Buffini 100 Days. You got Bronze Award of Production in 2016 from Keller Williams. Triple Gold Award. I know. Like, I this know. is a long uh, list. Okay. We're good. And we're, you're we're, saying, I'm now, a, Jordan, what's the magic? Right. Well. More than just you're wonderful because we believe that you're wonderful and we only bring wonderful people on the show. And you sound super sweet. And I believe you when you say you have a service heart. But does that mean that – you friend a lot of people on Facebook and because you love to serve them, you're always helpful. You go visit them in their homes and then they tell everybody how great you are and then you get deals. Like tell us like what that actually means in how you market and get clients. Sure. So uh, our team, you know, not just my team, but the entire network, uh, the expansion network that I'm a part of, uh, we believe it you know, real estate is all about relationships. So uh, we really don't buy any leads. We don't do a whole lot of advertising. 
Uh, we do do some Facebook and it's really just about creating those relationships and building upon that. So, um, you know, that's just how it comes naturally to me. So um, whether it's the uh, the transaction with the clients and the customers, you know, just going above and beyond for them and really digging deep. And it's not just about chucking houses for us. You know, it's really about building those relationships. Right. Um, so same thing at we, the level. No, oh, go ahead. So does that, I mean, just because of um, just into the details. Yeah. So right. Like, like, like I get, I mean, I know that the Keller Williams agents are the best at building relationships, but at some level it's, I mean, I see that you're a bold graduate, 2016, 2017. Usually that means uh, call, you call your sphere and you go have tea. I mean, do you have like a luncheon? Do you uh, like, how do you create, I mean, is it you just leverage the people that you knew? I know that you're married to a serviceman. I mean, are you working the, the, the local base? Well, um, yeah. I mean, my husband, he's, uh, I've taught him well. He's, he's good at anytime he hears anything about real estate. Uh, he has him call me or, or vice versa. Um, well, really, you know, I'm born and raised here at the lake. Um, so I do have a huge fear. So that definitely helps. Um, but that only takes you so far. So yeah, but how, I mean, how many people do you think you have in your database? Um, I have 3,238, I think. Okay. Well, that's a lot bigger than most. I mean, because we interview a lot of agents. I don't know if you noticed about this, but I've interviewed about close to a thousand agents and most of them don't have a database. So where do you have your database of 3,200? I mean, you had a real number. Yeah. Like I believed you. you Yeah. Well, I work in my database every day. Uh, Lead generation, um, you know, lead lead follow-up, prospecting, all of that. uh, That's what I go and do. So I know that number very well. um, And I'm constantly building on that. And, and, uh, you know, what is it they say? Love it. Feed your database, love your database, all of those things. Um, That's huge for me is really working those people and making sure that when they think of real estate, you know, I'm top of mind. So um, a couple of things we do is we do two client events a year. Um, One we do in the fall. It's Really simple and easy, um, and yet everybody really loves it, um, is just giving out pies at uh, Thanksgiving uh, the week before. Um, and when they come to the office and they pick them up, you know, we have certain days and times. And so that gives us an opportunity to not only give them, you know, something of appreciation um, for sending us either a referral or, um, you know, uh, buying or selling with us, whatever that may be. Uh, but it gives us an opportunity to see them in person, you know, look at them eyeball to eyeball. It's not just a phone call, you know, they're actually seeing you. Um, yeah, I'm a big hugger. So give all my clients hugs when they come in and see us. So that's a huge thing for us. Um, and then we do one in the summer and that kind of varies every year. We kind of try and switch it up depending on what's going on at the Lake of the Ozarks. There's a lot of boating events and whatnot. So uh, Phil and I delivered pies for multiple years. Yeah. We delivered. We weren't we smart were enough to, to make. House. Yeah. We, we would go to their house. We weren't gotcha. smart enough to make. That's probably why we don't do it anymore. Because- yeah. Because it was tiring. <laughs> yeah. Like once we yeah. got to a hundred, like we would do it for every house we sold, we'd deliver a pie. And once we got to a hundred, it was like. We had to start like in November yeah. delivering pie. It was just, and then we gave them choices, and it was it. it the business continued to grow, though. Maybe it worked, with, but my question is: so, but do you like we use Sync? Do you use Keller Williams's? Um, Kelly, what's it called? Keller Williams has a database, right? That, so um, our database is called Command, and Kelly is our new app, our artificial intelligence um, app. Um, however, I use a database called Brivity. Um, that's been Kenny's wow. product. Um, right. So it works with all of our Keller products because obviously he's a, a Keller Williams mega agent as well. Um, Kelly, Kenny Kloss. N- no. Oh, no. Ken- K- Cross. Cross no, Bosler. No. no. Brivity. 
The dude from Ask her. She just said it. What did you say? Ben Kinney. Ben Kinney. Oh, Ben Kinney. Yes. Oh, okay. I missed it. Sorry, I yes, didn't hear yes, well. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting old. That's a All project right. that he created, and it's um, it's pretty fantastic. It really does. You know, the, the only way to really do things on the level, you know, the scale that we do them is is by creating leverage. So brevity is one of the pieces of leverage that we utilize for Love that. that. Love that. So when so, you log into brevity on on, you said you're in it every day. So mm-hmm. what what was your goals what today? What time is it when she logs into it? Yeah, day? like you get in in the morning and you know that you're going to hit these metrics before you feel accomplished for the day. What in your world are those metrics? Sure. So um, our, our network standard um, every single day is a minimum of 10 contacts. Um, and that should be uh, hopefully new contacts um, and then another 10 uh, lead follow-up or prospecting of some kind. We do um, uh, call the database, which... The, the database of knowns. I don't know if you're familiar with Mets and unmets, um, but all of our Mets, we call them um, at least twice a year. Um, and the database does our 36 touch for us. So it sends out, you know, you know, our oh, monthly newsletter, the, all of that. I'm the slow one in the group. Phil likes to move quickly and he's following you, but I also like to make sure that everybody's understanding because we're inbound marketers. We don't do what you do. Um, we mostly focus on making people call us and um, I'm, I love that you're more aggressive. So when you say 10 contacts, so you're, how many people do you need? When you say a contact means that you have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. About real estate. About real estate. Not even like if you call and I mean, do you use Ford when you so call you- fam- family occupation, recreation dreams or do oh, you, have, you have, okay. is it a script? Uh, it, it just really depends on what I'm doing. Um, you know, if I'm calling expireds, yes, we have scripts for that. Um, as you know, Keller Williams is huge on scripts. So pretty much anything we we need, we've got a script for, um, you know, uh, for sale by owners, same thing. We've got scripts for it. Um, obviously, I tweak them kind of to make them my own um, on each one. Um, however, you know, uh, I live in a resort and uh, vacation area, second home. Actually, 70% of our homes down here are second or third vacation home investment properties. Um, so the incubation period is longer than probably most people, uh, especially in the cities where you know people are moving all the time. Um, so that being said, that's why I do have such a large database. I, I know that I need to have more people in there. Um, and we actually track every day we enter into our system, um, how many dials we made, how many contacts we made, how many new nurtures we acquired, um, how many appointments we set, how many appointments we held and how many contracts we got. So at the end of the year, we're actually compiling right now for 2018, 2019, I'll know how many, for however many contacts I made how many appointments that will result in. So if I know I need to sell, let's just say for round numbers, a hundred, I need to get a hundred listings sold this year. I'd be able to go back and see how many phone calls I made that resulted in how many listings. And it'll be able to tell me, do I need to up my calls for the day to 15 or 20 or 25, whatever it may be to hit my goals for next year. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. <laughs> I One of the Holy things hell. that I have uh, started as we've talked to more agents from different brokerages, I got to applaud Keller Williams and I got to applaud Jordan for being able to stick to the numbers and knowing that you can work forwards and backwards with the numbers to achieve your goals. And I mean, mm-hmm. you, are, so you got seven days in a week. How many days in a week do you achieve these numbers of the 10 contacts, the 10 lead follow-ups? Like, do you ever give yourself a day off? 
Uh, yeah, typically Sundays, if I do get, I, I never work Sunday mornings uh, before noon. Uh, my uh, my church is very important to me. I run the media team at my church. Uh, my husband and I actually run the team. However, he's deployed right now. So when he gets back, he'll continue to do that with me. So that's uh, non-negotiable for me. Sure, so you I got kids? No, not yet. Fur baby. Oh, yeah. How I'm able to do all the stuff I do, that's probably why I'm able to do everything I do is I don't have children yet. Well, I just, I mean, you just live, breathe it. Like, I love that, right? Like, um, awesome. Wow. All right. So, uh, whew. so was that the most productive thing? Then you, that when you say relationships, it's all based on this system where you each day, so you're in there two hours or three hours a day. What is the, how long does it take you to reach 10 people on a daily basis? Uh, you know, that, that can vary. Um, however, you know, it just depends on what I'm, you know, what I'm, going after that day, you know, whatever that looks like. I do have it blocked out, a system for expireds and FISBOs and, you know, whatever else it may be. Um, like I said, I'm the lead listing specialist. So I primarily focus on the listings and then all the, you know, we know at Keller Williams, for every listing that we take, we should be able to convert at least two buyers off of every listing. So my buyer's agents know that the more listings that I get and drive, the more business they're going to get as well. So all of the buyer's agent, all the buyer leads rather um, go to my buyer's agent. So that allows yeah, so, me to focus on my strength zone, which is, you know, driving the listings to be able to give the the leads to my buyer's agents to be able to fund their perfect lives as well. Yeah. So just curious then. So how many listings out of the 62 units and then how many of those were basically expired versus contacts or relationships? Um. Of our business, about uh, 60, I think it's 65% of it is as a sphere of influence or a referral of some kind um, through a relationship. Um, and I think that also, that number also includes referrals from um, outside realtors. Um, with my expansion team being in St. Louis, um, a lot of um, agents, a lot of people in St. Louis being three hours away um, have second homes here. Uh, so a lot of the business does come from that. And then the yeah, rest. And so, you know, our, the zip, the zip code I sell in personally, um, the three major zip codes, one is 52% of the people don't live here primarily. So I'm very familiar with your longer sales cycle and having to know more people. Um, my accountant, actually, I met him. Yeah. I, he's from Hutchinson, Kansas. I met him in 2010. He bought a house for me. And he, you know, there's apparently there's a lot of people out in your neck of the woods that want to live in Arizona as well. Um, but I noticed that a lot of them have houses on the lake. So maybe we could even, you know, refer you some business as well. So yeah, I was just talking about the our familiarity with the longer having more contacts when they're out of state because it takes longer and their cycles are only they're shorter, right? Like it's lake season is only how long? It really starts, the unofficial start is in March for uh, during St. Patty's Day, and then it's really uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day is the, the, the thick of it, if you will. You um, mean the take the cover off the boat day is is, is St. Patrick's, Pat Patrick's Day? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. We have a big parade here, and it's the unofficial start to summer, um, and everyone comes down and starts dewinterizing their boats, starts stocking their fridges, starts leaf blowing and getting ready for the summertime. People drink beer in the lake. Is that what you're saying? Oh, pop. Oh, soda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, what uh, what's 2019 going to look like in Jordan's world? 
Yeah, so the goal this year for me personally um, is uh, to do 100 units uh, myself. So that's that's my goal um, that I've set in place. Uh, we've actually had some transition on my team. So I've got a new buyer's agent that's going to be starting with me actually uh, on Monday. Um, and so we'll be setting her goals as well. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at probably, hopefully, 25 to 27 in, in volume. Okay, so that's why you said so. And then the follow-up question is, what are you going to do different in order to get those numbers? So uh, this year, um, my time blocking is really uh, me and my coach are really working on that. Um, You know, uh, I look at you know everyone has the same twenty-four hours in the day. How is it that some get more out of it than others? And I think it's really about being more disciplined with the time blocking. Um, so, uh, that's really going to be, you know, we're in the office, you know, I'm getting to the office now by seven. Like I said, I get up at four 30, do my workout, do my re- reading, prayer, meditation, um, all of that, uh, get my shakes. We all, just so you know, the whole, like everybody in our studio audience right now, just open their eyes. Like, holy cow, you get up at four 30. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. I, like, I, I, I attempt to go to bed by eight 39. So I do go to bed fairly early. Um. Uh, however, you know, your sleep is very important. So it's not that I'm depriving myself of the sleep. Um, however, yep. So it makes it easier that 65% that comes from your sphere because it seems like you work a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm in the office by 7 a.m. I'm the first person there. Um, you know, by 8 a.m. I'm on the phone. I know who I'm calling. You know, it's not a uh, it's a, it's about preparation for me. Um, I think a lot of people get stuck in that mode where they're getting ready to get ready to get ready to make phone calls or whatever it is. <laughs> You've been to our office? <laughs> uh, and, and, hey, I've fallen into that that cycle before as well. Um, and so knowing that and having clarity around that, um, you know, I, I know who it is that I'm calling and I just get on the phone. Um, I started a new, um, I have one of those desk elevators now. So I now I do my prospecting standing up. I got like a Tempur-Pedic mat to stand on. So that way I'm not, uh, my low back's not hurting at the end of the day. I got my ear pods in, I got my lead gen playlist and a sign on my door with the door shut that says lead generation in progress. Do not disturb me unless the building's on fire. Don't knock on my door. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's about protecting my time and about making sure I know who it is that I'm calling and, and that's my first priority for the day. So I, I t- attempt not to make any appointments um, before um, noon. Most of the time, my appointments are in the afternoon. So that way, that time is protected and I can get my, my most important tasks done. Wow. All right. So how many – I love your focus there and the, the commitment. Your routine. Yes. Like her like, routine is – I, I mean, I, here's the thing is, is I have a morning routine as well. And it starts at 445. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a dedicated uh, morning routine, that, but it, you know, unfor- I, I, you, I feel embarrassed to talk about it. Well, let's move on then. <laughs> no, it just like, doesn't start I get at 430. To, I get to the goal. I get to the office about the time she's done making her phone calls. That, that's okay. Well, yeah. She gets to the office at 7 a.m. You Start working at seven a.m. I do. Just not I, from the I, actually, office. yeah. So I I uh, I call Phil at eight. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> actually, I make phone calls at eight o'clock too. Except it's one phone call for about forty five minutes long. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. but my question for you is: You said you did 35, 65 deals roughly from your sphere of influence, or sixty five percent of the deals that you did, right? So, and you did 
84, 62 units she worked on. 62 units, yeah. So that's a four, that's a 60, 60% increase. So I'm just curious, your year before in 2016, what was your year over year gain? So that's a good question, uh, uh, actually, uh, because the year prior, so 16 was the year that I actually switched from my previous company to Keller Williams. Um, and also, of course, then joined the My Expansion Network. So prior to that, my production um, was about $5 million in volume units. I don't remember off the top of my head. I know it's about $5 million. Um, so then within that next full year being at Keller Williams and plugging into the systems and the models and the leverage that um, my team and network provide for me to keep me in my strength zone, um, my business almost quadrupled. So that's wow, it. yeah, great <laughs> job. Yeah, that's why you're so committed because it worked. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly, wasn't but, on accident. It it was very purposeful. So, did you not have the routine that you have now, as far as like a four thirty in the morning, seven a.m. in the office, that you were dedicated to lead gen the year that you did five million? Is that what's new? Or when you say systems and processes and leverage with the team, like what was what was the difference? If we can get into a little bit of the weeds in that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was on a team prior. Um, we did have um, someone who kind of did the compliance for the, uh, the closing files um, and then also input like our listing. So I had a little bit of leverage. Um, the difference, though, with my my network and my team that I'm with now is um, we really believe in rather than being the jack of all trade, master of nuns, I'm sure you've heard that, it's really keeping people in their strength zone. So what is what is your 20%? What are you the best at? Um, we know that God did not hardwire us all to be good at everything. Yes, can I put in listings into the MLS? Of course I can. Is that the highest and best use of my time? Absolutely not. Um, so that being said, with my, uh, my team and my network, um, we have a, a full-time listing coordinator. We have a marketing coordinator. Um, and the biggest piece and the biggest thing that I think differentiates my, my world from a lot of people's worlds is that we have a contract to close coordinator. Um, so, you know, there's about 198 tasks that have to be done between the time I put somebody under contract and to, till we get to the closing table. Um, can I do all those tests? Yes. Do those take a lot of time? Yes, they do. Um, so I have Emily. She does all of the inspections process and negotiates the inspections. Uh, yes, she's licensed, by the way. Um, orders, you know, whatever we need, works with title, does all the amendments, anything that we need, um, makes sure the file is compliant. Of course, I'm copied and I'm still involved on it. It's just not me doing hands-on stuff. So once I get somebody under contract, I'm still involved, um, but it's kind of more at a surface level. She's doing all of the day-to-day -day stuff to get that file to closing so I can move on to the next person that I need to be putting under contract. Um, and so that really is what I think for me was the biggest thing that changed because um, we all know that we can get tied up in inspections and, and down here we have septic tanks and wells on every single house. So it can just be a, a total mess and, and really... Uh, just take control of your time and your whole day your lead to go out the window pretty quickly. So making sure that I have that leverage in place to keep me in my 20%, my strength zone, the thing that I'm the best at, which is listing and selling homes. Um, that's really where the difference, the difference comes in for me. How many houses do you have to show a buyer typically in, in your market to get them to 
because sometimes the second home people can be pretty picky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, uh, they lack motivation um, and they are very picky typically. Um, so it, it really just depends. Um, we definitely try and weed down and, and get down to as few as possible. Um, however, depending on what they're looking at, you know, if they're looking for a $150,000 house, we might have 20 of those. If they want a $400,000 house, we may only have four for them to look at. So just depends on where they're at. Um, but I would say on average, somewhere between five and eight. Yeah. Is, is, sorry, this is an off the wall question, but it made me think, is Lake of the Ozarks 918 area code? No. It's not. Okay. All right. Good deal. Nope. Nice try. Well, that, I was thinking the, the Clarks. If I remembered, I thought the Clark family was, was from, from Kansas the- City. No. Yeah, but I thought they were from specifically the Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, gotcha. Ozarks. Okay. All right. Some clients that we worked with. Um, so uh, what year are you going to be president of NAR? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't Is sure if I'll, get that, if I'll go to that level or not. Um, I'm not What is sure. the goal here, Jordan? Oh, the goal. Oh, the, the goal is um, – well, by 2022, my intention is to be out of production and be um, helping open more expansion teams across the mid-states region. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to replace myself, as they say, and find someone to help run my team here um, and be doing that. So that production-wise, that's that's the goal. As far as leadership, you know, um, I don't typically – looking at my resume, you guys probably think I'm – I'm fibbing here. However, I really don't seek out that much leadership. It just, I get asked a lot to lead. You just don't know how to say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, say, I might have a problem with saying no. <laughs> and yet right, I, I am truly fulfilled by, by serving. So it's kind of goes, you know, hand in hand, I guess. I got an off the wall question about your leader and where the vision of it's going. Cause I just, and then we'll get into the questions. We have some specific questions because our podcast is how do we put the consumer first? Um, but so we heard Gary speak. Uh, I don't know. We I we go to Inman. Do you ever go to stuff like that? I've not been to the Inman conventions. Brad Inman. You go to the family reunion. Oh yeah, I always go to family reunion and Mega Camp. Where was that? That was it. Was it in Austin this year? Uh, Mega Camp is always in Austin, and family reunion was in uh, California. Um, I can't remember where now in California. And this next year, it's going to be in New Orleans next month. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, so he talked about Keller Williams transitioning to a technology company. Mm-hmm. So have you started to embrace that and buy that? Can you tell us something that demonstrates that currently? I, I just just curious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we're uh, our network. We our intention is to be early adopters um, because it's everybody's going to have to do it eventually. So why not get on board right away and be ahead of the curve? So um, so yes, uh, we use Kelly um, as our app. Um, you know, I don't know if you've, you've you said you've heard Gary talk. You know, the people that own the data, um, you know, are going to essentially own you know their worlds and not being controlled by the oh, the lead interceptors that are out there that are uh, saying that they're helping us. In fact, they're just intercepting our leads. Um, so that's 
that's a I'm huge. Not, I'm not, we're not familiar with those people. <laughs> Could you be more specific? <laughs> Trying to be politically correct here. Yeah, uh, right. I was going to uh, say you're much, ni- you're much nicer than I am. Yeah, <laughs> he's not running for NAR president. Yes, though. I am not running for NAR president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So using um Kelly, you know, being able to, you know, she provides us uh, like a market snapshot, so I can essentially be um, at the listing table with somebody and say. Hey, they want to know exactly what sold, and I can just say, Kelly, market snapshot for this, you know, address or this zip code. Pull it right up, and it's going to show me every home that's sold, um, every home that's on the market, and be able to go right in and provide the consumer with the most up to date data. And literally, with the snap of a, you know, push of a button, um, you know, Kelly's going to be able to provide that market snapshot for us. So then, are you displaying that on an iPad during the listing presentation? Yep. Yep, I use an iPad Pro for my listing presentation. And then you have the Kelly app on the iPad Pro. Do you have the big one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Pro. Yeah. I, well, I do too, but there's a 10 and a half and a 12 and a half, and now they come I out have, the new 11, which doesn't have a freaking cover out yet from Logitech. And I'm like, uh, on their website, putting in support, like, we need a new cover for this because I can't take it out there. So guys, I still have it in the box. Oh, Sorry. yeah. I have a big zip leather case for mine. And I keep it in that until I get to the, the, the table and make sure I don't well, drop it. I'm afraid it. to drop it, right? Like, <laughs> yes. I mean, all right. So to the questions we have for the show, just to make sure we are putting the consumer first in real estate. So um, usually we ask in two sections because you said you represent sellers and you represent buyers. So when we say we're helping sellers, we usually put it into three categories because we feel that – Realtors have been too focused on helping each other grow their businesses and not enough in helping consumers. And that consumers like either they want to make more money, they want to sell it faster, or they want less hassle. So what do you do to help sellers achieve one of those three goals? Well, um, that's a good question. Um, Really, for me, um, and I don't know if this is what you guys are looking for, just to do too generic or not. Um, you know, I really it's about educating the the client um, and giving them as much information as possible to make the best decision for them. Um, so, like whether it be the 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 Kelly Snap, whatever it is that's important to them, um, is finding out you know what 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 they need by when do they need to sell? What's their motivation? You know, again, um, I don't know if I I said this already. It's not really it's not about chucking houses for me. It's about what is best for my client. Um, and I know that as long as I take care of my client's needs, there's no way that I'm not going to be successful. So that's truly my my focus and um, yeah, no, I love educate. So when I uh, heard Kenny Kloss, he's a, I don't know, he's a, I guess he's a, me- he's technically a mega producer, right? With Keller Williams. With Keller Williams, he's out down in Mesa, Arizona. So when he said educate, I went down. He went to a, he had a seller seminar. Do you guys do anything like that? Like where he had he had real like I went to an event and he had a couple a uh, room full of you know, real buyers and sellers and they were educating people. And I was like, we don't educate. We don't, we don't educate like that. Do you do anything like that? No, not in that, not on that level. It's more on an individual basis. Um, you know, with our, um, programs to like our 36 touch program and whatnot, we do provide a lot of information in that. It's not just always, you know, fluffy, like, you know, here's what's going on at the lake this weekend or this month or whatever. 
Um, it's pumpkin you know, spice recipes. I'm not talking about pumpkin spice. He was talking about you know, like in our neck of the woods, maybe if you have brass handles and you upgrade them to brushed nickel or chrome or oil rub bronze, that the house might get more people to it. I mean, kind of one of the, some of the things that we're going to talk about when we come to speak in Missouri is that we're going to talk about how we can help people get more money. I just wondered if you did anything like like that, not. Not on a no large pie, no, 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 no door hangers, Phil. <laughs> um, not necessarily on the large scale, like a seminar like that. On the individual basis, yeah. You know, we go through um, the home um, and, and go through everything that they need to do in order to get the highest and best um, that the market will bear, bear for their property. Um, you know, we use, I mean, this is probably a given for most people, I would think, but we only use professional photography and professional drone photography. You um, would think, but in class, when we pull up examples of, it just happens that of the 10, eight of them had cell phone photos. Like I, you and I think that because we were, I don't know. Because we don't do it that we way. We don't do it that yeah. way. But the reality is, is what the show is about is trying to get everybody to a higher standard and that, um, unfortunately, not all are carrying – I mean, she's got some high standards. Yeah. All right. So how about for buyers? Is there anything out there that you do differently? Because the three things for buyers is what do you do to have – for them to have less hassle, to save time in shopping for houses, or find the best house for the best deal? Is there anything specifically you do in either of those three things? Well, to find the best house for them and find it the fastest, um, you know, myself, although I don't work with as many buyers now, um, I train my buyer's agents to ask really, really good questions. Um, so it's not just, you know, price range, beds, bath, et cetera, you know, really dig in. Why is that important to you? Tell me about that. So that way, when we're weeding through the homes before we take them out, um, we can make sure that we find the homes that are going to suit them the best. And then, of course, um, you know, making it more, you know, uh, timely and not as big of a hassle. I think having the closing coordinator, um, my Emily, um, that that is huge to making sure that everything is streamlined. Now they have two people that are on top of everything and making sure that nothing falls through the cracks and that their, you know, communication is, is huge, you know, um, especially with um, first time home buyers, or maybe somebody who's not bought a home in Missouri before that's a little bit different than their state. Um, you know, they don't know necessarily what's coming next. So making sure that we're saying, okay, this is what's coming next and making sure that communication is key for them. Wow. What is the, what is the, like, I want, I'm looking for some, some, I want to see the wild side of Jordan here. Like, yeah. What I is know. The, where's the, where's the crazy thing that you've done for a client in order to go to the next level on, either educating them or communicating with them in a way that's not your normal. Like if you were going to stand up on stage at NAR and be like 30, 30, and they said, what was the craziest thing that you did for a buyer that most people people wouldn't do? Wouldn't ever think of. Like, did you get like uh, in a, in scuba gear to go inspect the dock? Like any, like what kind of craziness? I know that there's some in you, Jordan. Give us something. Well, I would think probably the craziest story I had, um, and these are just dear, dear clients of mine, um, they had their very young grandson with them, an infant, and uh, their son and daughter-in-law, and we're all out seeing a house. And down here at the lake in the, the Ozarks, we have trouble with cell service sometimes, and we were out a ways out. And um, the mom, uh, the daughter-in-law, started to get 
ill. And so they've got this little like two week old baby and they're wanting to look and I they, we couldn't get cell service to call her doctor to ask if she could take a particular medicine. And we had to pull over and I literally had my cell phone and I was like leaning out over a railing and the son-in-law was holding on to me. I'm like literally the drop off like a 50 foot cliff into the Lake of the Ozarks. And I got cell service and I'm like, okay, hold me right there. Don't let me move. And I called her doctor for her. Um, and that's a cliffhanger story. So that she could take the medicine, feed the baby, and we could still go out and see the house that my clients wanted to see. All right. That's what I'm talking That's how you put the consumer first, yeah, Jeff, right? I when you it. put your own life at liberty. I like it. I All like right. It. So, wow. All right. So, we don't want to take too much of time. So, in conclusion, we like to give you an opportunity. Is there anything out there? Like when we come to Kansas city, Kansas city, Yep. In, are you, I mean, the, the thing is, week. is who wouldn't want to be a team member with Jordan? We're, we're there the first week in February. We're actually, I think, are we on a panel with you, Jordan? Yeah, I, I believe so. I think you guys are going first and then, um, then me and then the, the other person. And then I think they're going to open it up for uh free for all brainstorm questions uh, to the whole panel. Wow. Awesome. And that's like, is that Wednesday the 6th of February? I believe that's correct. Yep. Uh, and do you know, do they hold that at the uh, Kansas City Area Association of Realtors? I think it's actually a part of their Kansas City Leadership um, Academy is actually part of what they're, who we're going to be speaking with. So that'll be really, really great. Awesome. Oh, Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. So then when there, when, when there's audience members in the room there, do you, are you actively recruiting to your team? Like what? Yeah, absolutely. So since we're part of an expansion network, um, anywhere there's a Keller Williams Market Center, we are looking to partner with somebody that wants to do business at a really high level um, and put customers first and build relationships. Um, and that way they're they're shift proofing their business and, and can uh, build their perfect life, whatever that looks like for them. Nice. I like the hashtag shift proof. That's what's going to be on the hashtag shift proof. Yes. Is that, right. I mean, is, is it, can we steal that and put it on there? Sure. Go right ahead. Yeah. Are you, I just curious cause we didn't talk about Instagram at all and she's under 30. Oh. Do you use Instagram? I have an Instagram. Yes. All right. So she <laughs> said no. That was a no. Okay. Facebook is where I'm at. I'm the most active there. Um, I do post to other sites and things, you know, um, LinkedIn, Twitter. Okay. So for our studio audience, so when you're posting to Facebook, because we actually have a, uh, an agent here that – does she do 100 deals? I don't know the answer there's, to there's, that. She's with, a, she's with a brokerage on the west side. And her husband is in the military, and she's just done a kick-butt job of um, working her network through Facebook. And we haven't talked about it, and I, want, I don't want to say the – Oh, good call. Right? So um, – but – so do you post – like what percentage of your Facebook posts include real estate? Like do, can you give the what audience – percentage like, do, you, do you try and leverage your, your network? Like you build them up on the phone, but do you also – integrate Facebook into that or are you just a stalker like us? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm definitely, um, I would say probably it's about 50, 50 on just regular old, you know, Facebook stuff and, and business and, or, you know, um, philanthropic or, you know, whatever that may be. Um, yeah. So that's where, you know, people, they want to get to know me. They can go on there and see pictures of my dogs, see updates from my husband's deployment and also check out the latest lakefront property, 
um, that they would like to look at. So it's a, it's a combination of it. Um, that way they can get to know me. Um, and again, build that relationship. You know, I want to get to know them and I want them to get to know me. So I would say about half and half. Okay. So it's next Monday and you've gotten, you've reached seven contacts by phone and you're on the phone now from eight o'clock to about 10, 15. And you know, you got stuff to do for the day cause you're a busy girl. So can you reach out through messenger and have a conversation and then include that as a contact? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have an actual conversation. So, uh, if I send an email and I don't get a response back, then I don't count it as a contact. Uh, that, that I would consider that a, what we call a dial. Um, so whenever I'm tracking, so I might have 30 dials for the day and only have my 10 contacts. So that's kind of how I track that. Okay. But if you messenger and then you send an emoji, like, Oh my God, it's raining a lot. Can't wait for summertime here. You know, hashtag love the Ozarks. And then they respond and be like, Oh, right. Like how did you go to the show last night? Does that count? No, I wouldn't count that as a real estate conversation. If I sent the emoji and said, check out, you know, uh, can't wait for summer when we can go boating, you know, check out this new place to be perfect for you. And they said, oh, yeah, that's great. We're going to come down in March. We'll get in touch with you. Then, yes, I would count that as a, a conversation. But if they're like, oh, thanks, you know, did you so see what the show last So here comes a trick question. And this is what we'll end with in conclusion, right? So what percentage of your contacts come from, you know, Instagram? Phone versus texting versus emailing versus social media messaging. Um, I would say a majority of them are phone and email. Um, and just because that's where majority of it, you know, is, is going to be um, with uh, my listing. My website does listing carts and save searches and everything. So I can pop up every day and say, well, as for the lead generation, the lead follow up portion of it see who's been in their carts the night before and who's looking around touch base with all of those people as well. So I would say majority of it is phone call and email. Good deal. All right. So this is where we're going to talk about. Well, I said in conclusion. And you said in conclusion. Oh. So in that conclusion, <laughs> you said it twice in that conclusion, this is where Jeff and I talk about Jordan, even though you're still on the podcast with us, what do you think her superpower is based on this conversation? She's easy to love. Easy to love? Yeah, like I just think she's awesome. Like I, I think that she – I would say that I just think that people want to work with her because you just feel like you're taken care of. Like, nice. like, like I mean like she has – I was going to go I the other she, route. I think she has an advantage on the phone because like she just seems like – like I want to talk to her. I think – like, like this, No, wait. but like if she called and asked me about real estate, like I'd still pick up the phone because she's easy to talk to. Like she has an advantage, like because I I know that as a guy when I call, not as many pickups, right? Like or you know they don't want to like that. I think her superpower as is a the guy, magic. Well, no, but she says she's making all the contacts on the phone. I think that what her do you think her superpower is? I think her superpower is what I heard is that I don't hear from everybody that doesn't do this amount of business is her business discipline. Her persistence. Right. Yeah, no, persistence wins. There's no doubt about it. But the thing is, Maybe is we should have her break the tie. Like, Jordan, which one do you think it do you think it is? <laughs> Not that it's a tie. Your stunning personality and ability to be likable, or is it that you just grind it out? Your and business your discipline. Commitment? Yeah. I would say definitely the discipline has 
a lot to do with the the level of production. I can have relationships with a lot of people and, and be friendly and, and everybody like me. However, if I don't have that discipline, the production is not going to show up. Mm, I think so. That's a good show. Yeah. Jordan, oh, Jordan you've been awesome. Thank you. Sorry. I, can't, I hope we didn't take too much time and a couple of inconclusions. I can't wait to to meet you in Kansas City. Yeah, we're going to rock the house. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Right. Hey, happy Friday. Thank you for your time. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Now more than ever, it is important to put the consumer first. Check us out on all major streaming platforms like SoundCloud, iTunes, Player FM, Google Play, and Stitcher. Information about one-on-one coaching or solution events, text 480-530-7972.